This is a podcast from The Samplecast, Volume 3, Episode 67. Hello, welcome. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the show. I'm Ruben Cornell. I'm your host of this week and every week's sample cast. There's a big show this week. I haven't done a big review because there was actually quite a lot of different things that were sent to me this week and I didn't want to single any one of them out. But as we go along in the show, you'll hear my thoughts on a few of the different things that have been sent over my way. I've also got an interview with James Everingham. He's talking us through his creative process, writing a demo for one of the products that we'll be featuring later on in the show. There's developer updates, there's news, there's bargains, there's freebies, all the usual stuff. But before we get to that, don't forget that you can get hold of us here at thesamplecast at gmail.com or you can find me on Facebook. You can go on Twitter at thesamplecast or you can even check out what we're doing on Instagram. We are all over the internet and would really love for you to get in touch and to participate. My ongoing quest for female composers as interviewees for the show is going pretty well. I've got a couple in the bag that I'll be putting out within the next few weeks. But do keep those coming in if you've got a couple of X chromosomes spare and you're happy to chat about your creative process on the show, please do so. Just get in touch. So without further ado, this is what's been happening this week. Progress report. So I guess I'd better start with what some people will consider the biggest announcement of the week. Spitfire held a live video show on Wednesday night where they announced a couple of new things. I was due to go, but despite my best efforts, I couldn't manage to find a train that wasn't delayed by hours due to the snowstorms in the UK. So this is why I can't get down to see Spitfire in London. So like everybody else, I had to watch it on the Facebook live stream. Firstly, Spitfire announced Hans Zimmer Strings, which runs in the uh, newly designed sample player that they've developed. This doesn't yet have a name as far as I could tell. They sample 344 string players in separate sections over at Air Lindhurst Studios. It's a massive library with 147 different techniques and up to 26 microphone positions. They've already released a bunch of walkthrough videos online with Oliver and Paul, so do check those out. Pre-orders are being taken right now and you get a nice little book with a bunch of session photos if you opt for the pre-order. Time will tell if the new sample player is a good move. There's lots of speculation on forums at the moment and over on Facebook as to what will happen with this new player, but I'll leave that to the gossip mongers over there as we only deal with cold hard facts on the Samplecast, despite the occasional irreverence. The other thing that Spitfire announced is their new Lab series of libraries that's now going to be completely free, contained in the new player and interface, and Spitfire will be donating 1% of their total revenue to charity in the future, so well done on that guys. The new Lab's products aren't available just yet, but do keep an eye on the Spitfire website page for upcoming releases.
So on to the rest of this week's news and let's kick off with a new Dronar library from Gothic Instruments. This one is focused around source samples of brass recordings, especially recorded from a session with a concert brass band in the north of England. Then these sounds have been processed and looped to create evolving pads, atmospheres and drones. Now if you've seen the Dronar interface before you'll know exactly what to expect with layering options and intensity, movement and arpeggiator controls. I'll not go into it too deeply here as you can see what it's all about in the review that I did over in uh, Samplecast Show 23. Once again thanks to Time and Space for throwing me a copy of this and to be frank I really enjoy playing with it. The 248 patches here were right up my alley, they're strong confident sounds, some with a lovely sparkly top end. Dronar Brass runs in the full version of Contact 5.7.3 and above. It takes up to 7 gigabytes on your hard drive and there's more info at the Time and Space website.
Audio Reward have just released Serat, I think that's the pronunciation. It's a contact instrument designed for movie scoring and sound design. It runs in the full version of Contact 5.7 and above, and it's about 1.2 gigs in size. The processing within the engine is what sets it apart from a lot of other libraries. It's got a granular synthesis there with some very varied functions. There are 175 snapshots which use 81 different source sounds and some of the sources are very unusual. Do have a look at the website for the details. I've had the chance to spend a few hours with this instrument and it has some very unusual sounds, especially the kind of strummed effects which have a sort of ever-evolving overtone and harmonics. I really like the sound of those. Although the interface can take a little bit of getting used to, I'm going to find it useful for melodic phrases and background atmospheres, there's no doubt about that. It's also priced very competitively, so do check it out at Contact Hub.
There's a new addition to SoundIron's Vintage Keys series. Now this is Micro Organ. They've sampled a rare analog synth from the 1950s that has nine different waveform shapes. It's about 650 megs in size, runs in the full version of Contact 5.5.1 and later. And there are two main instrument presets here. Now these do sound to me like a kind of weird little electronic harmonium. Have a listen to the videos and see what you think. There's also an additional 20 custom sound design ones, which I did prefer the sound of. There's LFO, filter and ARP controls, along with a more comprehensive effects page in the usual SoundIron style. It's definitely a weird one, but uh, do have a look at the SoundIron site if you fancy it. Here's a blast from the past. Producer Cy Begg has created a collection of electronic loops and instruments that sound like they're straight out of the BBC Radiophonic Workshop. That's his next collection. It's called Hauntology and it's out now. This three gigabyte library is published by Zero G. It contains 553 WAV and AIFF loops, along with 43 instruments for contact and some other samplers as well. The style here is old analog electronica with the source emphasis sounds based around physical synths, circuits and tape machines. So think Tangerine Dream and John Carpenter scores, well, according to the blurb anyway. There's actually quite a cool 30 minute interview with Cybeg over on the Zero G YouTube channel. That's well worth a watch if you're into this kind of thing and these kind of sounds. Hauntology is available now from Zero G and Time and Space.
A quick mention for this new little library from Loops de la Creme, it's Double Cream Drums. Now this is a retro 70s sounding kit with up to 7 round robins and 10 velocity layers. This runs in the full version of Contact 5.3 and above. There are 20 different contact presets here for different feels and a bonus 50 MIDI loops as well that you can use to trigger the instrument. Although it's a small library, I really love the sound of it from the walkthrough video, so I look forward to getting my hands on this for a play. This next one's called Overtonics, and it's another splendid pack from Cine Tools, who as far as I'm concerned, they keep knocking it out of the park with the FX and trailer packs. You know the score with this kind of thing by now, you've got hard-hitting slams, downers, explosions, transitions, stutters, whooshes, all of those good things. They've sent me this pack for a little look, and what I really loved about it is that many of the samples have variations, so you can avoid playing the same sound over and over again in that machine gun style. This is a good general use trailer sounds worth pack, which I think I'm going to be getting a lot of use out of. Do click the link in the show notes for more details. It's been an absolute snowpocalypse here in the UK this week, as you saw earlier. So here's an appropriately named chill out pack from Black Octopus Sound. It's Arctic Chill. This runs at about half a gig in size with about 100 drum hits and loops. There's ambiences, melodies, effects, and more. I've had a go with this pack and it's quite lovely. Lots of useful little sounds, although nothing really loops properly except for the drums. But don't let that put you off. You can mess about with it in your door. Do check out the details at the Black Octopus Sound website.
And lastly, it's time for another lovingly crafted library from Will Bedford over at Fracture Sounds. But this time he's teamed up with TV composer James Everingham to sample a felt piano. This is called the Woodchester Piano, and it runs in the full version of Contact 5.3 and above, and features realistic pedal, key, and pianist noises. The main draw here and the USP is the three atmosphere layers that can be dialed in in various combinations to complement the lovely piano tone. This is one of those libraries that fits into modern TV and artsy movie scoring. I've tried it and it fits that purpose superbly well. It's definitely worth checking out. And if you want to hear more about the production of this library, James Everingham will be chatting about it on the Samplecast podcast. I'll be coming onto that later on in the show. Welcome to this week's Bargain-tastic section of the show. And first off, Acoustic Samples, who've released a keyboard bundle, which is 63% off. I've had the pleasure of putting together the walkthrough video for this. It's uh, 1960s and 70s keyboard instruments running in the free UVI player. You will need an iLock account to authorize these, although you don't need a physical iLock. There's a clavinet, electric piano, and whirly, and they're all beautifully sampled. They've got so many options for playback, cab, emulation, tremolo, and circuit modeling. I don't really have time to go into all the details here, but do check out my walkthrough video. The package is about eight gigabytes in size, and it's available now at 63% off, just 99 euros over at VST Buzz. Do check the link in the show notes.
Next up, a drum and percussion bundle from Aria Sounds. I'm pretty sure I've featured some of these instruments before and they seem to get very keen responses on various forums. People do like them. Personally, I do as well, and I don't think I've ever seen them cheaper. So the collection here is Colossal Toms, Surdos, Snares and Catalyst Percussion, which is a mix of all sorts of different epic percussion stuff. These run in the full version of Contact and in total it's about 6GB in size. Currently 75% off at £18.50 plus VAT. Do head over to the Contact Hub site for details. Lastly, a quick mention for something I've been working on and included in last week's Samplecast newsletter. It's a multiband imager, compressor, and metering plugin with mid side modes and both normal compression and upwards expansion as well. This is Axis by Soundspot. I did put together the walkthrough video for this for them and had a fun time carrying out some multiband trickery on familiar sounds in my collection. It's well worth a look as the intro price is currently 90% off, just £13. Interview. This week's composer demo and interview is with James Everingham. He's an accomplished TV composer who's collaborated with Fracture Sounds on a demo for their new library, Woodchester Piano. In the interview here, he's going to talk about his work, influences, creation of the track and mixing techniques. Hi, I'm James Everingham and I'm a composer and producer. I mainly work in film and TV. Uh, most recently, I've scored the Batista short, Chasing the Wind and I co-scored Amazon Prime's new Grand Prix Driver series. Um, and I'm here today ready to talk about the new Woodchester Piano Library that has been released by Fracture Sounds and also to chat a little bit about my demo track Between Us, which I've written for the library. Woodchester Piano has probably been in the works for over a year now. Um, I was approached by my good friend Will Bedford at Fracture Sounds a while back after he'd heard one of my tracks, Progress which featured uh, a live recording of, of my family's uh, upright piano, which is a Wilhelm Steinberg uh, German series S130 upright. So it's a beautiful, beautiful concert upright. And so began the discussion really, you know, how are we gonna turn it into a sample library? What are the goals here? Um, we knew obviously that we wanted to make something that was versatile to use, and really above all, something that was just fun and inspiring to play. We also just really wanted to capture the essence of being sat in front of the piano. You know, it's the middle of the night, it's dimly lit, um, you've got the panels off the front of the piano, your face is just a few centimetres away from the strings and the hammers, um, and you can really hear the resonance of the piano as a whole as an instrument. When I'm lacking inspiration, that's often something I'll do, and it's a, it's a hugely inspiring experience. So we really wanted to reproduce that in the library itself, and one way that we did that was to record true pedal-down samples, so the sympathetic resonance of the strings is reproduced authentically across the board. So yeah, let's have a look at the demo. So this track started pretty much just as a sketch with a very early alpha patch of the library and was pretty much just a piano and a pad at that point. And then I expanded from there and sort of built things on top of that. I had to be careful not to sort of make it too big. There was a point where there were some some horns and some big ensemble strings, but 
you know, I think um, restraint is a key word, and that was something that I employed in this to, you know, keep it sounding not necessarily raw, but a little bit more um, toned down and intimate, as I sort of wanted that to reflect the kind of aesthetic we were going for with the library itself. It's worth saying at this point that, uh, for the most part, the piano in the track is straight out the box. So I've done a little bit of EQ and a tiny little bit of compression here and there just to get it to sit well, you know, in context of the rest of the track and the rest of the elements. But, um, you know, the piano sound and the ambience that surrounds the piano is all in the library itself. Um, there's no crazy reverb or delay or anything like that. So yeah, we start with these sort of soft chords and then I hold the last chord and increase the atmosphere intensity parameter. And so you sort of get this nice wash of reversed granular delay and reverb sort of wash over you as we sort of transition into the next section. And that's obviously controllable by the mod wheel, so I just automate that in the MIDI editor in Cubase. So what you just heard there were the three atmosphere layers included with the library um, for you to blend with the piano. They're available in three faders in the interface. There's the ache layer, which is a sort of smooth, hazy sustain. Uh, the dream layer, which is more textural and shimmering. And the clouds layer, which is, again, reverse granular delay, which has more of a sort of evolution over time. The whole track really sort of revolves around this same chord progression, but at this point I bring in this counter melody. And what I've done here is basically just increase the sample start so it's just a little bit more, a little bit tighter, and put a delay on that, which I think is the Native Instruments replica. And that adds a nice variation to the chord progression that's already been played you know, in, the, in the intro. At this point, some textures start to come in. Um, so we got some, some Oliver Arnold's evolutions, some mandolin swarm from Spitfire. Um, I had my friend Tristan Noon do some additional programming on this track. I've worked with Tristan multiple times as, as an orchestrator, but he's also a fantastic composer. And so I had him sort of put some extra textures on top of what I'd already done, which is awesome. Um, we got some post-human from Finishing Move, uh, which is probably my favorite library for sort of long evolving pads and some rhythm from one of my other favorite soft synths, uh, Thorn, which is just great for those sort of subtle uh, underscore rhythms. And obviously some sub bass, of course. We've also got some lovely cello swells here, um, played by the great cellist and composer Matt Hawken. I did a film, we had a few days at Abbey Road back in September of 2017, so we tacked a little sampling session onto the end of that. Um, so that's what those are. And yeah, like I say, it's a repetitive chord sequence, but here we go again, and we're sort of layering up the, the textures and the instruments and the, you know, trying to fill it out a bit and add interest each time around. And so we bring in a, a few vocals here. I sort of stacked myself up, heavily, heavily auto-tuned, of course. Um, we got some guitar. I'm not a guitarist, but I do own a guitar and I know how to sort of pluck a string. <laughs> so that's sort of done one by one and layered up very tediously. And there's just a load of stuff going on at this point. There's some textures from 8DO's Acoustic Grand Ensembles library, which I love. It's one of my favorite libraries from 8DO. Um, there's some more post-human from Finishing Move for those long evolving textures. We have some Echo Tone from Audio Modern, which is a great library for just adding a very simple sort of analog 
warped warmth. Mixing for me is really just balancing frequencies across the whole spectrum and creating clean separation between certain instruments and then obviously glue between others really just as appropriate. Um, by default I have the FabFilter Pro-Q2 on every channel and I generally just tweak it here and there even if very slightly just to help everything get along. Um, it's all about context really. In certain scenarios I'll use a reverb as a kind of shaping tool. For example like the main piano melody in this track towards the end has a fair bit of Valhalla room on it just to sort of drag out the decay a little bit more and um, create it almost a little bit more pad-like. And really, like with that in mind, I don't really use reverb buses. Everything's dialed in on each channel individually. Um, just because I like to be able to go in and fine-tune that instead of using broad brush strokes. I'm not using any, you know, fancy expensive outboard gear on this. Um, my main tools really are, you know, Native Instruments, Supercharger, Replica, everything from FabFilter and um, Valhalla Room, and above everything else, really just riding the faders in Cubase, which is my door of choice, and just referencing backwards and forwards between headphones and monitors to work out what works well, what translates well, um, and take it from there, really. I like to break the piano down, so we've got the chords on one track, we've got the main melody on another track, which is EQ'd slightly differently, slightly different colour, slightly different sample start, just to give it a bit more bite, um, a bit more reverb to wash it out a little bit more, and then the rhythm, which is more heavily compressed and tighter um, on another track with some delay. Um, and that way it's just sort of easy to process each layer uh, individually instead of having to go crazy with automation and that kind of thing. Not the most realistic way of programming a piano, you know, unless you have like five hands, but you know, whatever works. And yeah, so the track is drawing to a close at this point. I'm closing the filters on a load of the synths, bringing back the textures slowly. A lot of automation curves just sloping down. Um, and we end on just a nice, satisfying piano chord, which if you've seen the announcement video, just has me playing a chord on the piano in a dark room, alone, in the middle of the night, as you do. I hope that was somewhat interesting to get a bit of an insight into my track Between Us. Thanks so much for checking this out, and um, thanks a lot for listening to me ramble on. Composer Demo.
Here are this week's big freebies, and the first one is another one of those pay what you want sample packs. So really, if you want to, you could technically pay nothing if you are feeling a bit mean. This is Endangered Rhythms by Sample Science. It's quite a large collection of electric bass and drum loops in WAV and Rex2 format. You've got about a gigabyte in total. I downloaded them for play so you don't have to. They're nicely categorized and organized by tempo. Some of the loops aren't very smooth, but with a bit of massaging, you should be able to get some use out of these. Do check the link in the show notes for details. Next up, a nice little freebie for signing up to the Paris sampling mailing list. It's a full range plucked piano library running in the full version of Contact 5.5.2 and above, and it's about 300 megabytes in size. There are some basic onboard controls for sound shaping. I've downloaded it and had a little play. It's rather nice in a kind of imperfect, perfect kind of way. Do check it out. The link to download it is in the show notes. developer update. So there's a couple of nice developer updates out this week and I'm going to kick off with a new pack from Toontrack. They seem to think that the sound of UK pop is so unique that it deserves its own sample and MIDI expansion pack. This runs in Easy Drummer 2 and Superior Drummer 3 and it's called UK Pop. There's definitely no harm in having a few new drum kits to hand and there are four new kits and a few new extras thrown in as well in amongst a whole new load of MIDI grooves performed by Ash Sohn. He's a renowned session drummer from the UK and he's performed on some very famous tracks. Time and Space did send this to me for a go round and I liked some of the samples on offer, although perhaps my idea of UK pop is a little different to the guys over at Toontrack. Although the pack is billed as mix ready, I did find myself dialing in a little bit of distortion here and there and a bit of transient shaping to get the drums to really pop, to really leap out at me. The drum hits here are certainly tighter than most of the others in Superior Drummer 3, so if you're after that kind of sound, then UK pop could be for you. Do have a look now at the Toontrack website and Time and Space, it's available.
Sonu score had quite a hit on their hands a few months back with the release of the orchestra, and I was pretty impressed with it when I reviewed it back in Samplecast Show 49. However, I did point out at the time a few improvements that could have been made within an update, and guess what? They've addressed pretty much everything I suggested, plus a few more on top. You can now reassign the expression to a different controller other than the mod wheel. There are multi-output options for the mixer, more than 35 new presets and 15 new multis have been added, and there's a new glockenspiel as well well. I think these additions will be useful for people that have already got the library. I'm not sure there's enough there to encourage naysayers to change their mind, but you can check out the full list of upgrades at the Sonoscore site. Thanks so much for checking out the show and downloading it. If you're able to, please go to your podcast provider and give us a review or rating. This is especially important with iTunes. There's a few reviews on there, but I'd love some more. So just connect to the iTunes app and maybe spend a couple of minutes or so jotting down your thoughts about the show. If they're good thoughts, fantastic. If they're bad thoughts, please do let me know. Let me know what I could improve about the show and uh, maybe I can uh, sort things out going forwards. As I said at the top of the show, I'm very happy to receive your comments and really that's what keeps the show going. A lot of the ideas are from you guys out there. So do get in touch on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know the score by now. If you want to hunt me down, I'm Ruben Cornell and you can find me on Twitter at Rutunes, R-E-U-T-U-N-E-S and hopefully I will see you again next week. Bye bye now. <laughs>